views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What a lineup we're continuing to have on the show today. You all just got done listening to uh, Claire Candy. Oh, my gosh. The phones are off the hook. And we're going to continue that right now. Uh, you know, no my name joining me here today, healing from the inside out, overcome chronic disease and radically, radically change your life. Now, this is a topic. This is a topic that is very near and dear to me and very near and dear to many of you. Um, we've heard your stories. We've heard what you want us to share more of. And so anytime we ask you questions and ask you, what do you want to hear more of? Why do you want to hear more of that? Then what we do is we find the best of the best. And that's today's show. No, my name is the best of the best. And what that means to me is that, you know, Dr. Name is coming on to talk about what is it, what has he learned in this journey? But what is it about the work that he's done, the life he said yes to, pulmonary and critical care specialists, been interested in human behavior and how to achieve unprecedented potential since a youngster. That's something he and I have in common. But beyond all of that, all the places he's traveled, all the work that he's done, caring for tens of thousands of chronically and critically ill people, he noticed something. And when you notice something about the people you're caring for, and you notice why some folks heal and why some folks don't, you pay attention. And why do you pay attention to this? You pay attention because what you're observing in yourself, if you are he, how can you get better at what you do? How can you help more people? How can you save more lives? That's why today this show and this book is so important to the conversation because we are seriously learning that a pill, potion, and a lotion is not going to help us. Uh, Dr. Naeem, welcome to the show. It's great to have you today. Thank you very much, Dr. Pat. Uh, thank you for that wonderful introduction. And I'm excited uh, to have this conversation with you and your, uh, and your listeners. You know, I want to get back to something I started to say uh, at the opening. And that is when you and I say yes to our lives, whatever the, the yes is, and we go along the way, and we care for people, care for people. And then we start to see some people get better and some people don't. What happens is we have a new level of awareness. I would love to know from you, 
What was that new level of awareness? When did it happen? That's a wonderful question. And um, let me start uh, by talking about um, my my life as a physician. I mean, I entered uh, the field of medicine because of uh, I have I've always been interested in um, acquiring as much knowledge as I can about as many different fields uh, as I can from a as a young child and. Uh, I've always been interested in human behavior and human potential. And uh, going to medical school was just a natural progression because it allowed me to be of service to people, learn a lot of knowledge in a short amount of time, and be able to apply that knowledge, uh, you know, in in a practical way. So when I, uh, you know, I've been in practice now, I guess, if you include my training for about 18 years. And, um, you know, you start noting, like I've, I've worked in two countries, the U.S. and Canada, uh, over that time, time mm-hmm. period. And, you know, when you've taken care of tens of thousands of patients, which I have, which yeah. is not unique to me. I mean, there's lots of physicians who have, have, have done that. Uh, I'm not unique in that, in that way, but I am unique in the way that I, I really, really was very curious about my patients and, and their life stories and the journeys they were going through. And I started noticing that the majority of patients with chronic illness just don't get better. Yeah. Um, their conditions are just controlled with their treatments, which involve medications and procedures and surgeries. So I've had an interest in human behavior and human potential for a long time. And I started to delve deeper and deeper uh, into that through reading, uh, I read literally thousands of books on consciousness, on healing, on metaphysics, on human behavior. Uh, psychology. Um, and, uh, you know, all my interest in human behavior, human potential I had before medical school, I started applying that. Yeah. And long before I became a physician, I've always wanted to do something to make a larger impact. As a physician, you impact one patient at a time. I've always been fascinated um, with becoming an author from the time I read my first book. And uh, my research and my work as a physician motivated me uh, over the last five years to come up with the idea for this book and write it yeah. um, over two years. And uh, I, I finished it last summer and it's it's going to be out in a few weeks, in a week or so. Well, and you know, one of the things that, uh, there are a number of things that caught my attention in mm-hmm. in the book. But one of them is I was reading, a, and I don't remember exactly where it is, but I remember the line that said something like, um, medicine categorizes or departmentalizes people as if they are mechanical objects uh, mm-hmm. when they are not. And, you know, I think about that a lot because that is a trend and a direction that's happening in our conventional medicine arena. Now, I will say that's not my experience, and I've been very, very fortunate here in the Seattle area to yes. work with some of the best natural chronic mm-hmm. illness doctors on the planet pretty much mm-hmm. you know right so i want to ask you this this departmentalization does what have you discovered about it in terms of not just the physical effect on people but the mm-hmm. mental and emotional effect well when you look at i'm going to go back to uh the title of my book uh which is um Healing from the inside out. Now, if you look at the word heal, mm-hmm. it has the origins in German from the word Eilen, H-E-I-L-E-N. And what that word means is whole. So healing for me 
I mean, well, not not for me, but the definition of healing is to make whole. Yeah. And and what that means is to cultivate and integrate all the different levels of your being. Now, when I talk about I talk about this extensively. Actually, that's what my book is about. But what what? But just to put it in a nutshell, what it what it means is to cultivate and integrate the physical, the mental, the emotional, the vibrational, and the spiritual. And you know, when we look at conventional medicine and the health healthcare system uh, today, um, aside from you know holistic healthcare practitioners and um, you know functional medicine, what they do is that they only focus on that one aspect, the most superficial aspect of who we are, which is physical. And that's the medications and procedures and surgeries. Now, I'm not saying that those things are not necessary um, at some stage of, of disease and illness and, and injury. I mean, uh, conventional medicine, it does wonders for acute infections, for, for traumatic injuries. Um, you know, I mean, if, if I have a, a, a broken hip, I mean, I want, I want to go see an orthopedic surgeon, right? I mean, I'm not going to yeah. sit there and med- meditate on my broken hip and, and, yeah. and think it's going to heal. Right. But, but the thing is, for chronic disease, um, and it's, it's my experience that, you know, it has largely not done justice to the patients that, that um, conventional medicine treats, and that they continue to live with symptoms and continue to suffer despite um, our best efforts. Yeah. You know, the thing that I, I love that we're talking about is, you know, first of all, we're going to take a little journey down the road here of this mm-hmm. idea of chronic, Right. You know, mm-hmm. this idea of chronic, chronic, what's chronic, chronic illness. I mean, it's a term we now use that has developed its own kind of energy, its own kind of, uh, I think, stigma around mm-hmm. it, what it is. Um, right. The other thing that's important to notice is that it's we're not just talking about the physical aspect of this when we're talking about chronic either. And you, you're really clear about that in the book. You know, right now we have more diagnoses for mental illness than ever before in history anywhere for anything. Um, You know, categorically, every time something happens now, it gets a category. And, you know, the question I wanted to ask you and talk about this when we come back from break, if we could, is, you know, the gift of this. In the book, you're really clear. Um, Your illness is a gift is what you say. Now, having been chronically ill myself, I can look back and say that that's true. But the paradox of this is so important to discuss. Let's take a short break. When we come back, what is it about the paradox of your illness that has you at one level, I want to move forward. At another Mm -hmm. level, I want to move back. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Uh, When we come back, we'll talk more about healing from the inside out. We're taking your calls, too. 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819. Yeah. If it's a gift, how will my life change? Stay tuned, everybody. We'll be right back. Awareness 
is universal. Establishing a living awareness through meditation brings peaceful, healthy, and creative well-being into your everyday life. The practice of living awareness, Spirit Fire's own meditation practice, is built on this belief and is designed for every level of practitioner. Each year, Spirit Fire hosts living awareness meditation retreats that allow you to explore the practice in depth at our retreat center in beautiful Western Massachusetts. Introduce yourself to meditation and the practice at the Foundations Retreat. Attend, in silence, a silent meditation retreat focused on mindfulness, presence, and nature. Or be engaged with the meditation sittings themselves at the Deepening Retreat. Start adding to your awareness and attend a meditation retreat designed to cultivate consciousness in your everyday life. For details on attending a Living Awareness Meditation Retreat, visit upcoming events at www.spiritfire.com. Hey, did you know why they call the foundation the foundation? It's called the foundation because it completely eliminates your foundation for what you thought your reality was and creates a whole new space where you can have an entirely new reality that is foundation-less. So from my point of view, they should call it the unfoundation or the foundationlessness. Either way, there's a big new global rewrite happening again because these guys cannot stop changing. There should be like a change anonymous that Gary and Dane go to. And it's happening April 28th to May 1st. You can find out about it at accessconsciousness.com forward slash global foundation. It's happening in Paris. Go to Paris or do it online or find a pod near you. These are all the options you have. And what else is possible? Live your magnificence, for the love of joy is a precious gift offered to us by Robert Schoenfeld, host of the Art of Powerful Living Radio. He takes us on an incredible 30-day adventure to expand our minds and hearts with the nectar of life, love, and joy. This book will help you bring more joy, love, health, abundance, adventure, romance, and magnificence into your life. Are you feeling stagnant or blocked in your love life, career, health, or finances? Experiencing difficulty focusing or setting and achieving goals? Tune in to Spiritual Diagnostics Radio with psychic visionary healers Carol Dorian and Justice Welling. Discover the cause and effect of unwanted patterns in life. Tune in every Tuesday at 12 p.m. Pacific on Transformation Talk Radio. For more information, visit spiritualdeed.com. Tune in to The Jen Royster Show, intuitive guidance to inspire your life, each Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific and 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This amazing show is an inspirational hour that will take you on an epic metaphysical journey to discover the spiritual approach to life's greatest challenges. Dr. Jen is an internationally known intuitive counselor, spiritual teacher, and energy healer. Call in for intuitive readings and visit JenRoyster.com for more information. Oh my gosh, I don't know. Maybe we uh 
We'll save some time, Benny, later on today and talk about the MTV Awards. But today we're talking Mm -hmm. about healing from the inside out, overcome chronic disease, and radically change your life. Um, Noman, would you do me a favor? uh, Before we kind of get into this conversation, which we're going to get into about, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, Mm -hmm. illness as a gift, how can people find out more about you? But also, how can they get a copy of your book? Right. So um, I'm going to give you a, uh, give you my uh, web address. There's actually okay. two URLs to it, but the easiest one is healingfromtheinsideoutbook.com. Awesome. All, all together, all lowercase, there's no spaces or hyphens or anything, just healingfromtheinsideoutbook.com. Um, on that, you'll see a link to Amazon uh, uh, where you can pre-order my book. Actually, it's no longer a pre-order. It's actually people are getting it in the mail. And it's also going to be available at all major bookstores, uh, Barnes and Nobles, Books a Million, uh, Powell Books, uh, which is the largest independent bookseller in the U.S., and uh, mm-hmm. uh, in Canada at Indigo and Chapters, and worldwide at all major bookstores. So, Awesome. Well, you know, it's a powerful message because we're learning in many, many ways not just about, you know, physical illness that has to do with a diagnosis like cancer or Lyme disease, but we're also learning about addictions, both drug and alcohol addictions. We're learning that Mm -hmm. without addressing the inside as well as the out, um, the success rate is not very good. Um, Right. This one particular thing I want to talk with you about before we get starting was what was this surprise for me on my own healing journey. And that surprise yes. is this notion of of looking at whatever the thing is you have as a gift. And you actually call it paradoxical. And I'd love yes. for you to talk more about that. <laughs> right. That's actually the first chapter in my book. That's how I started out. Mm-hmm. This is the thing. Um, I'm going to start out by by mentioning. Uh, I mean, and science has shown that uh, uh, you know, 95% of uh, chronic illness is um, uh, what I what we call epigenetic. Now, what does that mean? What that means is that uh, only 5% of the illnesses that we suffer from have a hereditary nature. Which Mm -hmm. means that epigenetic means the environment in which um, what the DNA or genes are exposed to. And the environment is not just the physical environment, but it's also the, um, you know, the the amount of stress that the individual has, their their thoughts, their emotions, you know, all their experiences that they're going through. So so what what I'm trying to say is that um, most illnesses have their root at deeper levels than the physical. And, uh, you know, stress has been shown to be a factor in 90% of chronic diseases. So when I say that your illness is a gift, um, it's because your illness is a gift because it's pointing to some sort of disruption at your core. And what that illness is, that it is a sign that you need to go deeper within mm-hmm. to find out why um, this is happening um, and why you are suffering uh, from, from this condition. And this is a completely different paradigm from the way that um, the majority of people and the medical profession is trained 
to look at disease and illness. I mean, I wasn't trained to, this is something that I had to do my own personal research and discovery to find, to discover this. This is not taught to us in medical school at all. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we're just taught the physical model, the physiologic and biologic model of disease and illness. Um, yeah. But there's, there's a lot more to that. So that's what I mean when I say your illness is a gift. And it's the paradox of illness is that you want to get over, you want to overcome the illness at the same time. It's there for a reason. And all of us owe it to ourselves to take that deep dive um, to find out what's the source and the cause. And it can be scary. I mean, I'm not going to, um, you know, delude anybody and say that it doesn't take, it, it takes courage. And, um, you know, it's, it's not an easy journey. Uh, and I'm sure that you can relate to that. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think one of the key things out of the gate is to know that, um, number one, uh, it is a journey. So let's start with that conversation because yeah. most of the time something goes on with us. And let's let's really, you know, dissect this a little bit if we could. You know, this is a book that talks about overcome chronic disease. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is what we're hearing more and more about that's going on and is on the rise in many, yes. many ways. I yes. mean, I was talking to you during the break and just the fact that the CDC had to adjust the number of incidents of Lyme disease last year um, right. enormously, which still isn't right, is mm-hmm. a, is just talks to that. But let's right. talk about this difference between chronic disease and I've got a cold, because right. that's really what we're talking about. See, if I've got a cold, I'm going to run down to my local, you know, pharmacy, and maybe I'm going to get some Tylenol or I'm going to get something, because that's what I'm going to do, because I know that's going to mm. kind of work, sort of, kind of, sort of. But that's not what I'm going to do if I wake up and my entire body's in pain. Right. Exactly. Or I might, though. You might. Yeah. You might. Because we're not talking about, I mean, this is not about, um, I mean, when we have symptoms, we want to, we want to alleviate those symptoms, right? And then this is what uh, conventional medicine does. But, but what conventional medicine doesn't do is uh, facilitate that deeper dive to find the source of, your, um, source of your symptoms and your illness. Let's talk about the common cold. Yeah. We're exposed to viruses all the time. They're always around us. Now, let's look at two individuals. Um, just hypothetical individuals. One person gets colds all the time, you know, almost every few weeks, um, you know, and uh, the other person can go years without experiencing um, any uh, symptoms of a cold. And um, if you were to look at those two hypothetical individuals, what I think you would find, and I'm just uh, kind of, uh, you know, starting at a superficial level, is that there's a difference in those two individuals' immune systems. But the biggest, one of the biggest factors that affects our immune system is, is, is our experience of stress. Now, what I mean by our experience of stress is that we're all under stress, okay? We, the world we live in is so complex, especially with technology and being able to communicate in numerous ways. And, you know, there's, there's no privacy anymore. I mean, anyone can reach you anywhere. Um, but the thing is, I'm not... I'm not even talking about removing stress because that's yeah. almost impossible to do if you live in the modern world. Mm-hmm. It's how we deal with 
that stress, how we handle that stress. And a lot of that has to do with our thoughts, has to do with our emotions, it has to do with our personal stories, has to do with any traumatic experiences we've had. Um, you know, it has to do with our, our vibrational frequency, um, you know, our spiritual self. I mean, there's a lot of factors. So what I'm trying to say is that, you know, if, if, our, if we have a strong immune system, um, and, and that's from being able to, ha- to deal with stress in an effective way, um, you know, it's less likely that we'll be affected mm-hmm. by the common cold like you, uh, like you brought up. Yeah. Just to discuss that issue. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, once we take a look at this and we have a sense of it, you know, then we can really capture the essence of, wait a minute, now I know what's going on with me. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, how can I possibly start to look at this as a gift? Right. Exactly. Because yeah. the thing is that, you know, and when I tell, um, I mean, often I, you know, get into this with my patients as well. And I can't with everybody because not all my patients are at that level of um, thinking where they can see uh, their illness in that way. But but some of them can. And the ones who I have um, look at it this way, um, they, I mean, they, they eventually get can get to the root of that. And I can, mm-hmm. I can share a story of yeah, an please. example of a patient please. if you'd like to. Okay. Please do. So, so, so I'm, um, I'm a pulmonologist and a critical care specialist. So as a pulmonologist, I deal with lung disease. So there's this uh, woman in her fifties, let's just call her Lisa. She came to me with symptoms of shortness of breath and chest pain. And, um, you know, I did the usual tests and, uh, that included an x-ray and a CAT scan of her chest. And that CAT scan is just a three-dimensional x-ray. And I found inflammation in her lungs, okay? So, you know, we tried to go to her history to see if she had been exposed to anything. And there's like 50 different causes of this kind of condition. And I even did a procedure called the bronchoscopy where I look in her lungs and, and try to find out if I can find the source of that. And I, I didn't find anything. So we were scheduling her to do a lung biopsy, a surgical lung biopsy to get to the root of this. In the meantime, she's from Trinidad, so she... Um, went on a trip back to her home country and um, she was away for three weeks. And when she came back to see me, she said, you know what, doctor, all my symptoms have gone away. And I said, wow, that's incredible. Um, You know, we should probably repeat some of your tests. Um, But then I started asking, I started diving more deeply into, well, well, tell me what was different about being in Trinidad. Mm -hmm. And uh, she said, well, and, and what I actually, just to make a long story short, um, she went there without her husband. And then what, when I talking further, she had told me that her husband was emotionally abusive. Their marriage had been strained and, um, I helped her uncover this and she already knew this. It's just that she wasn't willing to face that reality. And that why, that's why she was having all these yeah. symptoms. So when she came back, I helped her uncover this and she, she decided she was going to make some changes in her life. And, 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 and move on. And she did. And uh, I'm happy to say that, you know, her symptoms have resolved. Now, we still have to repeat the x-rays to see what's happened to the condition in her lungs. But she is no longer suffering from the effects of that. So well, that's it's just a an huge example. Step. It's huge. I mean, what you're talking about is a huge step in the process. And yes. in, it is a step you, that, that doctors just don't bring to the surface. And, no. and, you know, kudos to you for doing that. That opens up the door for, a, a, you know, something else you talk about in your book. And I, I want to talk with you about this when we come back. 
And yes. it is this idea of clearing now beyond what you just shared, clearing some of the subconscious beliefs, mm -hmm. but more importantly, subconscious blocks, but more importantly, the beliefs we have. Yes. You know, what if you hear the words, you have this, mm -hmm. or you have stage blank of this? Right. What can you do about that? Stay tuned. We're going to talk about that and a lot more. We'll be right back. Plus, live your purpose equals joy. That's the motto of Unstuck Joy with Vicki Todd. Vicki believes you were born with gifts that are meant to make the world brighter. Each show will feature an art visioning journal prompt to help you create your way to soul clarity. If you're ready to get unstuck and create more joy, this show is for you. Tune in every month on Transformation Talk Radio. For more information, visit VickiWorldArt.com. A word of caution, if you prefer the status quo and you are not interested in improving every aspect of your life, this book will trigger the shift out of you. The Truth is Funny, Shift Happens is available now. Author Colette Steffen brings the powerful knowledge and life-changing energy and empowerment from the radio airwaves to the pages of her new book. To get your copy in paperback or ebook, visit thetruthisfunny.com today. Brand consultant Jen Morgan is here with Radically Distinct Radio to help you take control of your future and maximize your brand's power to produce results. Whether you're an individual trying to reinvent yourself and launch a new venture, or you're an executive trying to reposition your company to modernize your sales and marketing programs, Jen Morgan and the RAD Method empower you to play to your strengths and show up in the world as your most powerful brand. To learn more, go to jenmorgan.com, that's Jen with two M's, morgan.com, or call 206 9 725366 theangellady.net 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 1-800-323-1790 1-800-323-1790 TheAngelLady.net Do you want to heal your body and mind? Your body has a lot to tell you if you just learn to listen to your intuition. Audrey Michelle, host of Rewired Life Radio, can help you peel away the layers that are holding you back from living your best life. Tune in to Rewired Life Radio. Learn to love, heal, celebrate on Transformation Talk Radio every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern. Connect with Audrey at AudreyMichelle.com. Amber Teal, founder of The Healthy Edge, is bringing you the hit show Healthy Edge Radio, living with power, passion, and purpose. Amber provides the support and tools necessary for you to finally release the weight and emotions that are hidden beneath the weight. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio. For more information on how you can take the next step with Amber, visit GetTheHealthyEdge.com.
Welcome back, everyone. Healing from the inside out, overcome chronic illness and radically change your life. Dr. Name joining me here today. And we are just, you know, scratching the surface on the many, many things in the book. Again, please let folks know how they can find out more about you and also how they can get a copy of the book. Great. So like I um, mentioned earlier, we, you can find uh, my website at healingfromtheinsideoutbook.com. Um, it also, my name, nomannaeem.com, N-A-U-M-A-N-N-A-E-E-M.com. They both take you to the same site. Uh, my book is available on Amazon.com as a pre-order right now. You can actually, in the U.S., it's available. You can get it right away. In mm-hmm. Canada, it's still a pre-order until yeah. September the 22nd. And indigo.ca for the Canadian listeners, um, indigo.ca also carries my book right, uh, right now. Wow. Well, you know, there's so much in here. And also, it cl- it's clear to me that, you know, not only have your patients gone on a journey, but you've gone on a journey with them. You know, mm-hmm. because when I read the book, and I'm looking at some of the things in here that you you, you come to the surface and pinpoint, mm-hmm. you know, it's very clear to me that there's a part of the journey that a physician can take with a patient. And there's a part of a journey that they don't, they don't choose to take. And when I think about this and what you've got in the book, you've taken the journey because here you are talking about limited beliefs. And Mm -hmm. I wanted to talk with you about that because the minute that we hear the words, you have blank, Mm -hmm. something happens. What have you discovered about limiting beliefs? And what what is the remedy, if I could even say that, for helping people that are chronically ill cultivate beliefs that will help them excellent that's a great question yeah so um what i'm let's talk about um the mind because if we're going to get into if we're going to talk about this we actually have to talk about the the mind Mm -hmm. um our behavior uh is largely subconscious uh if you know bruce lipton i mean he's written a, a wonderful book called the biology of belief he has other books besides that but that's his uh, kind of signature work. And um, he's really uncovered this. And, you know, basically 95% of our behavior uh, is subconscious. And um, most of our subconscious, and 5% is conscious. And most of that subconscious behavior is programmed uh, in our early childhood, uh, almost by the time we're seven or eight years old. And this is this really, really had a practical application for me um, and, for, and has for most physicians. And I'll I'll talk about that. You know, we're, all, we're always telling our patients, you know, you know, quit smoking, you know, uh, stop eating junk food or processed food and start exercising. You know, I mean, every physician has told one of their, their patients to do this. But what we find is that in terms of quitting smoking, only 12% of, our, of the patients, roughly 12% are successful. Mm-hmm. And I never truly understood that. Why? Until I started taking this journey to write this book. And what I learned is that when we telling our patients to do something, what we are speaking, what we are doing is we're speaking to their motivation and willpower, which lies in the conscious mind, which is only 5% of our behavior. 95% of our behavior is in the subconscious mind. And that is why just through motivation and willpower, it's, it's often not enough to change those uh, deep underlying behaviors. So, um, and most of these behaviors are programmed uh, uh, in our early childhood. So I started researching and exploring. I mean, how do we 
Uh, how do we go? Uh, how do we change those subconscious behaviors? Well, uh, hypnosis has been around for for a long time, and, and that is one way um, in which uh, that can be done, and uh, with with the help of an expert in that in that area. Um, but I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a hi- expert in hypnosis, and, and not everyone may have access to that. Right, so, right. So I describe uh, in my book um, a process that I have uh, come up with, and I use a great analogy uh, for the human mind, which I'm sure um, uh, you recall, uh, you know, from reading the book. In that, you know, I see the subconscious mind is like um, a storage a storage closet in our basement. If you don't regularly clean it out, it's going to accumulate uh, dust and, you know, unwanted visitors and that sort of thing. And limiting beliefs, let's, let me talk about limiting beliefs. A belief is something that you hold as valid, um, whether or not that, or true, whether or not there's proof of its validity. So a limiting belief by definition is a belief which keeps you from achieving your true potential. And limiting beliefs have their root in the subconscious mind, um, and that's that's based on on my mm-hmm. research and and what I what I've learned. So 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 I have a process for uh, eliminating limiting beliefs, and and that is first you have to identify that you have a limiting belief, and the, the way um, I help uh, patients and clients do that is uh, look at a regular pattern of personal challenges and negative thought patterns. Yeah. And and I can give you an I'll give you an example. I mean, Please. you know, go ahead. Sorry, you wanted to say something. No, I I I would love to have an example because, you know, uh they say the proof is in the pudding, really. And exactly. you know, when you hear the words you have stage 4 cancer, automatically something happens and something clicks in. The question right. is what's the story that you are going to create as a result of that? And exactly. I think that's really, you know, part of the, you know, part of the learning, part of the inside part of what's right. being said to you on the outside. Right. So, so what, so the thing is words have a lot of power. Um, they have a lot of power and, and thoughts and words. Uh, and, you know, w- when a doctor, like a doctor is seen a, as a person of authority and when a when a physician tells you something like that, like you have stage four cancer and you only have whatever six months uh, to live, um, basically, if a patient takes that to heart, you know they're going. It's going to basically determine the course um, of their of their disease, their illness, and, and the re- and their whole life from that moment forward. Um, and it's it, it's it's. I can see uh, as a physician being on the other side why that can happen. The thing is, though, what I help uh, patients and clients do is to become empowered mm-hmm. and to actually um, eliminate any limiting belief that they may have. And it could be around illness. It could be around relationships, finances or whatever. But for yeah. the sake of sake of sake of uh, sake of our discussion, let's talk about a very common limiting belief that I find and which most people have. And that is that I am not good enough. Yeah. Okay. So that's a limiting belief that I, the majority of people suffer from at, at one stage or another. And what I have found that a lot of times, uh, I mean, most of the time that is rooted in some sort of uh, early childhood experience where they had an experience where they were 
they were made to feel unworthy mm-hmm. or um, made to feel less than what they are. Yeah. And that's where it is where it originated. So, yeah, that's self-worth. That, that's what we're that's talking self-worth. about. Exactly. The effects are self-worth. self-worth. Self-worth, your self-worth and, and lack of self-love. So I help, ident- help my patients and clients identify those uh, through a recurrent series of negative thoughts and personal challenges. And I mean, an example of that could be someone who has had, just to talk about an, a non-health example, someone, say, who's had a series of failed relationships. Um, if someone has had a series of failed relationships or always gravitates to the same kind of person, um, who obviously is not right for them, they likely have a limiting belief around um, about relationships or, or their ability or their self-worth or the ability to find love or to be loved, um, something of that nature. So, so I try to look for a series of uh, personal, a, a pattern of personal challenges in a specific area of their life. And once I've helped the patient identify that, then I ask, I ask them, if it holds any validity and um, and then most of the time I can get my patients or the clients to sit to agree that you know this holds no validity at all because it's the meaning that they have ascribed to that experience or set of experiences that led to that limiting belief that they are not good enough so it's a meaning that they have ascribed to that so then what I do is I Ask them to find evidence to prove that their limiting belief is not true. So let's look at the example of I'm not good enough. Um, in almost all cases, I'm able to find help that client find uh, examples where they have been good enough. And I help them look at their triumphs, their um, you know, goals they have achieved, um, you know, other positive experiences in their life. So I'm able to help them find that evidence. Yeah. And I think that's what we're looking at, too. I mean, right. we're looking at the idea of providing a pathway where the dots are connected for us so that mm-hmm. we can um, look at on the inside what we can now choose to believe. Exactly. And I, I think that's, you know, I, that's what you're talking about in your book. But you're also talking about the fact that, you know, integrating and implementing the entire mm-hmm. thing is what this yes. is about. We're going to take a short break and we come back. What is it that happens when we do a piece over here, a piece over there? And how do we get past the decoding of whatever the story is? And then the game changer is... What is the path to change? How do we Mm -hmm. integrate? How do we line it up? And then how do we practice it? That, we're only going to be able to talk a little bit about this today, um, but we'd love to give a copy of the book away. 1-800-930-2819. Mr. Benny, let's take a short break. We'll be right back. Awareness is universal. Establishing a living awareness through meditation brings peaceful, healthy, and creative well-being into your everyday life. The practice of living awareness, Spiritfire's own meditation practice, is built on this belief and is designed for every level of practitioner. Each year, Spiritfire hosts living awareness meditation retreats that allow you to explore the practice in depth at our retreat center in beautiful western Massachusetts. 
Introduce yourself to meditation and the practice at the Foundations Retreat. Attend, in silence, a silent meditation retreat focused on mindfulness, presence, and nature. Or be engaged with the meditation sittings themselves at the Deepening Retreat. Start adding to your awareness and attend a meditation retreat designed to cultivate consciousness in your everyday life. For details on attending a Living Awareness Meditation Retreat, visit upcoming events at www.spiritfire.com. This episode is brought to you in part by Moon Recording. Moon Recording is our proud home here to Life Untethered and is located in Greenpoint, Brooklyn. If you have any recording needs, you should definitely check them out. They offer affordable recording services to musicians and podcasters, and their friendly staff specializes in recording everything from full bands to vocals in their vocal production suite. For one hour free, visit moon.nyc and enter code UNTETHERED when booking your first session. Thrive is what we experience when our mind, body, and soul operate as one. When we thrive, we excel on all levels. Thrive is the mindset that matters. It is essential to our being. Have you ever found yourself looking for the instruction manual on how to thrive? You'll find everything you need to help you feel strong, powerful, and peaceful in your own body. So don't waste any more time. Visit thrivebygen.com today. Have you ever said to a friend, I am trying to be less stressed. I am hoping to meet someone special. Or how about I am working on getting a job I love? Hi, I'm Eve from Elite Tarot, host of the weekly show, Mainstream Metaphysics Radio. Words like hoping, wanting, and trying may seem innocent. However, they carry with them emotional weight that actually blocks energy. Next time you start to say these words, say instead, I am becoming less stressed. I am looking forward to meeting someone special. I am pursuing a job I love. While your brain may resist, note how your body physically feels as possibility of success suddenly appears. As an intuitive coach and professional tarot card reader, I work with clients worldwide on using energy effectively to embrace joy. If you'd like to schedule a session, please visit my website at elitetarot.com. That's E-L-I-T-E-T-A-R-O-T.com. Everybody, welcome, welcome, welcome back. Healing from the inside out. Um, you know, uh, Dr. Naeem, thank you for joining me here today. And as I said before, there's a lot in the book that we're going to be able to talk about and then there's a lot in the book that folks are going to have to pick up the book and read but i thought what would be really important to talk about is this idea of integrating you know the process and what is integrating mean because Mm -hmm. those of us that understand natural medicine as well Mm -hmm. as natural medicine to include body mind and spirit you know the integration process is actually what you lead with and you know Part of the problem is conventional medicine, not so much. But here you are. I'm reading your book, and mm-hmm. you're really an advocate of this. And I'd love for you to just tell our listeners, what does integration mean to you? Well, what, what integration means to me is to realize that we are multidimensional beings uh, beyond the physical, um, which is the, the mental, the emotional, and the vibrational, and, and, and the spiritual 
And what I do in my book is, I mean, I break this down uh, throughout my process. And, and the way I help, um, you know, my patients start to take this journey is, um, is through, through, through asking questions. Because asking the right question can, can change the course of your life. And there's a chapter, I'm sure you, um, you've seen that, where I have questions at the end of each of the chapters on the healing process where that, that, uh, that, play, that individuals can ask themselves, readers can ask themselves, or a practitioner can ask their clients to, to help to get them starting to think about um, you know, cultivating all these different areas of their life um, because really it all starts with questions and it, the whole process starts with awareness, um, you know, awareness of who we truly are um, yeah. on the physical. Oh, so it yeah. all starts with awareness. And then there's a whole chapter where I talk about that as well. I'm sure that, uh, after I talk about the healing process, because often it can be overwhelming and daunting to, um, to take this journey. And I allude to that in my book that, it, yeah. you know, it takes courage. And yeah, you're right it. on. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm telling you, you just nailed it right there because right. it does take courage. You know, people said to me, Pat, I th- we think you lost your mind, Pat. <laughs> well, you, you know what, what? Natural what? You know, I'm from the East Coast, right? So yeah. you come out here and they're like, what are you do- Natural what? What are you doing? And right. you know what? It's hard to explain, isn't it, doctor? It's really hard to explain why we would choose that but it, it looking is, back it it's hard. not it's not because you know what i have gotten it's interesting you know I, I love the power of stories i mean there's patients who have walked into my office and and they lay out their story of their illness and their symptoms and and then i start like i i can start to see that i mean you within five minutes you can tell that there's deeper issues right mm. and then i've had people like i start asking them more questions about their life story, about, mm-hmm. you know, what they've been through, you know, their emotional health, their thoughts. And I've had people just break down in tears, like yeah. right in front of me, because um, number one, they finally have to face those issues. And, and someone has, um, the com- I mean, the compassion to ask them when no one else has even bothered to go there. I mean, just today, I mean, I don't know if you have time for uh, another quick story. Just Yeah, we, we've got about, uh, I think we're good for about four minutes, so go for it. So, so I, I'm seeing a, pa- a patient right now who's actually in the hospital. She's been admitted with uh, COPD exacerbation. COPD is chronic obstructive pulmonary disease. It's lung disease from smoking. So I went in to talk to her today, and um, I didn't even ask her. She just kind of broke down and started saying, you know, um, you know, she was talking about how she didn't sleep well last night and she had to sleep with the lights on. And she started telling me all this started because I was raped by my, 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 um, my step, not my stepfather, my, mm-hmm. um, my father-in-law when I was a child. Wow. And this was without even me asking her. And then she started getting diving into that. And then, and then, you know, we, without getting into too much detail, because we can go on for a long time, but basically yeah. what I, what I told her is that, um, you know, you can't change the past. What has happened has happened, but you can change. Um, you know, you can feel your feelings because it seems to me that you have not dealt with those feelings of anger and rage and bitterness and grief mm-hmm. around that event. And I also said, 
you may not be able to forgive because he had passed a long time ago. You may not yeah. be able to forgive him, but you can forgive yourself mm-hmm. because this was not your fault. You can uh, burn through all those unresolved feelings and forgive yourself. And that gave her a pause to think. And then, um, you know, she was grateful for, you know, giving her that little insight that may start her on the path to getting well, to heal. Well, I think what you shared is really important because I think we have a general assumption about human, um, about what it means to be a human being. And I think one of the assumptions we have is something that seems so obvious people should just get. Mm-hmm. But no, that's not true. Because no. while it's obvious to someone like you who works with people and helps them mm-hmm. as an individual, you know, you can't see yourself really well. And I right. think that's what you're doing. Exactly. And that's why, like, I, I highly recommend that, you know, I mean, people f- seek out someone, uh, a coach, a mentor, um, someone to help facilitate uh, this journey. Because if it was obvious to each of us, I mean, chronic disease wouldn't be on the rise. It wouldn't be, uh, we wouldn't have the healthcare crisis that we have here in in US and Canada and mm-hmm. probably, and globally as well. Although I don't know much about uh, other healthcare systems as I do about the US and Canada, but we wouldn't mm-hmm. have the healthcare crisis that we have, uh, the chronic disease crisis that we have uh, today if people were able to do this on their own. So I really encourage people to find uh, someone who can help facilitate um, this journey, whether it's a health coach, whether it's a naturopath, whether it's uh, a healer. I mean, there's, there's so many people out there that are doing this kind of work. It's not just me. And there's a lot of other people out there that have written books way before me. I mean, everyone mm-hmm. knows Deepak Chopra. There's Bernie mm-hmm. Siegel who wrote the foreword to my book. And more recently, there's Lisa Rankin, who's also an MD, who has taken this journey. So there's a lot of people out there. Yeah. There's no there's no lack of information mm-hmm. and knowledge. It's just a lack of what I would say maybe willingness to go deeper within to those parts that often frighten us. Yeah. Yeah. I, I You know, let, let's just uh, summarize by saying this. If 50% of every... Uh, 50% of all doctors out there were to practice, were to read and practice what you have in your book, it still wouldn't be enough no. to help the people in the world. So there never, there can never be too many of you out there talking about it. No, Thank no, no, you no. so much for today. Again, please tell people how they can find out more about you and get a copy of the book. Excellent. So uh, the, the website is Healing from the Inside Out book.com also my name noman naim n-a-u-m-a-n-n-a-e-e-m.com but it may be easier just to go to healing from the inside out book.com and then um there is a link there to amazon you can get it on amazon.com in the u.s you can get it right away in the u.s in canada you still have to wait a few weeks you can get it at indigo.ca and it, it will be at all major uh, bookstores uh in in both the u.s canada and globally uh, by the by September 22nd. So. Awesome. Thank you so very much. Thank you for today. And everybody, the book is called Healing from the Inside Out, Overcome Chronic Disease and Radically Change Your Life. Uh, thank you, Dr. Name. Thank you. We're going to take a short break, everyone. We'll be right back.
preceding audio was via a Skype call.